This is the Sleepover Podcast. We are fan dames with Parks and Nebula, the one that has just horribly backed herself into a corner with her own boyfriend about forgetting to take out the garbage and then trying to play it off super cool as Parks. Thank you, that's me, the one who does the chores in the house and never forgets ever in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that's my introduction for the fucking first episode in the last six months. You're so welcome, and I love you so much. That's me on record of being the person who forgets to take the trash out and then hides it. But you get to say one of the most embarrassing things of my life, I think, as my introduction. You were wrong. Everybody, wrong. we're gathered here today because Nebula was fucking wrong. Not just like a little wrong. Like this is so wrong. It's been an argument multiple times. She shut down other people from talking about it because she just did not want to do it. She didn't want to participate. It was not her thing. And she died on that hill time and time again. And today she is fucking wrong. This is this is a issue that actually predates our friendship. Yes. It's a a firm opinion that I held probably since I was 19, um, and I am 25, (laughs) for reference. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, fucking One Piece, it's a good anime. (laughs) It's a a good one. I, it's, I was, I was very wrong. I was very incorrect. Um, I'm 250 episodes deep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so bad. I have bad, bad One Piece brain rot. It is, I don't do fan art very much, like, at all, and I have drawn- You've shit out four pieces already. Four characters. Well, Uh two, one character twice, but four drawings, um, in the span of, like, two weeks. Yep. Shitting it out. I am just- Because for the past while- um, when we first started being friends, and I first started, like, caring about One Piece, because, like, obviously, uh, friends of the show, Jet, like, tried to get me into it, and I just didn't stick, because I didn't have time to really watch shit. Um, Slay. And then I started getting into it with Gavin, and that was cool, whatever, and I didn't really have that much shame to it, because I didn't have people fighting on it. But with you, when it first came with Jet, you're like, I don't know, I've had some bad... It was the same reason with me with My Hero, where it's like... I've had some bad things with the fandom. I just don't want to do it. Like, it's not for me. Some of the people I've met have maybe not want to participate in this, or they've been very overbearing about it, whatever. And then next step, it was like, actually, these characters are cool. I just can't get over a lot of the art. It gives me dysmorphia. I don't like the art. I don't think I can get over the art. And then you saw some stuff from the new episodes and some stuff from the movies. So like, actually, the art's okay. I just don't think I can get into it on my own, though. And then you're into it. <laughs> And I am just fucking head first into it. I don't even, I don't know really what the hangup was that like disappeared. Like, I don't know what immediate thing just changed. I think it's because we talked about cosplaying stuff. You're like, I don't really watch it, but if you show me a design I like, I'll cosplay it. I think that's, And then yeah. we were just chilling and in call after. I think it's because Loki, you missed me. Or was this before Fanex? It was before Fanex. Mm, was it? Yeah, it was like a month before Fanix because we were talking about how we can watch episodes in person too. Together. Maybe. I don't remember. You at least watched up until Buggy before Fanix, and then as soon as you got back, you hardcore started. That's watching right, it because I had to stop watching it so I could con crunch. 
which is why we didn't watch anything and yes. just turned on other shit so that we could shut our brains off <laughs> during Thanos. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, Hell. I am now um, into Water 7. Almost done with Water 7. I think Almost done. Like and then more episodes of Water 7 left. And then it's Annie's Lobby, I think, mm-hmm. that's right after that. And um, Hot Damn, am I just... I, you haven't even gotten to the part where One Piece is like actually serious now and has like real plot. And I already it was just love pirates it. on a boat. <laughs> I love it. I love you, Frankie. Like I love beforehand, you, we get more plot. Like we get plot with like Ro- uh, before Robin. So during Alabasta, we get plot, but it's just like okay, we freed a country. Anyways, next thing, and I was like, oh shit, plot is here. We're Which, doing stuff. So far, my favorite um arc is probably alabasta because i really really love vivi wait um, till you get to the better parts you'll probably like any's lobby way more i'm sure i will definitely find other arcs that i love a lot more but i just really liked the dynamic that vivi brought to the straw hats and i liked the um the back and forth of like the secret agent thing and then how robin joins the crew and <laughs> i just i enjoyed it um, and also because I just fucking love Vivi a lot. She's really cute. She's very smart. I adore her and I love her stupid little duck brigade. <laughs> I think for the same reason you'll like Rebecca and Shirahoshi. A lot of the princesses are very similar. Um, not like they're the same face, whatever, but they kind of all bring kind of similar assets to each other because they're all independent women who had to do shit on their own to get by. Fuck so. yeah. We love this. You'll you'll enjoy it. You'll like it when you get to Dressrosa. You'll like it whenever... I'm still at Dressrosa. Dressrosa's a fucking long arc. It's like 150 episodes total. Jesus. Counting parts of Punk Hazard. Punk Hazard's not that long. I think it's like 45 episodes. Um, but Dressrosa is fucking long. <laughs> it's just so like... much shit going into it. Wild to me at how quickly I got sucked into One Piece and how it really doesn't feel like a slog, like I was worried it would. Um, because I love Inuyasha, like it's one of my all time favorites. There is a season that isn't really the greatest, it, it's kind of iffy here and there because a lot of it is um filler, but. The overall series is only like 250 episodes or something like that. And I just got to episode 250 in One Piece and they're like, oh yeah, here's some other core character that we haven't introduced yet. There you go. <laughs> I think a lot of early One Piece, because it doesn't have that plot. Hold on, sorry. I put a mo- I put. I expected you to talk more. <laughs> I can talk more. I can say more things. I can say how I adore Frankie so far. Um, and Iceberg is a very interesting side character. I love you, Tyrannosaurus, you sweet little mouse baby. We're um, not fully through the flashback, are we? Oh, God. I can't remember if I'm I fully through the- I think we left off with um, what's happening to Tom and Frankie eviscerating his body by throwing himself in front of the train. Yes, that is where it left off. So there's way more Iceberg you haven't seen yet. Wonderful. Ah! Here for it. I love um, Iceberg. I like the concept of the sea train a lot. I'm kind of curious now to know if there's like folklore, like Japanese folklore around the like the idea of a sea train because it keeps popping up. Yeah, it's- I because this also isn't the first time we use the sea train in One Piece. Specifically in Gold, there's a team, uh, or not Gold, um, Z. 
There's an island that they have to take a sea train back and forth to, but it's not like a sea train like Puffing Tom is. It's kind of like a trolley system more that well, takes like, you between like the smaller towns within a port. In um in Spirited, Spirited Away, Away, there's the the sea train, and I feel like there was another movie that I saw recently that utilized it. Maybe I'm just crazy, but I'm I'm just curious to know like what the um the folklore impression of it is because if there's a deeper meaning to little uh, archetypes like that, then I love that kind of shit. It and could to see be that, trains in general though, because you see be. like you see very very important train scenes in almost all of the major animes. Like yeah. there's one in Chainsaw Man, there's one in fucking, I can't even think of examples now. Full, Full Metal Alchemist, mm. there's an entire movie of train shit in Demon Slayer. Yes. Um, a lot of them that have, like, an older feel to the environment. Violet um, Evergarden's trains are very important. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trains, trains, passing of time, movement, change. <laughs> The Damn, usual she just things. Listed words. I'm just <laughs> like a saying shit. Yeah. I will say, um, and dear listeners, this is not an apology. This is a fact of life that you have to put up with. I'm not watching the sub because I have a, a lot of auditory processing issues when it comes to subtitled stuff. Um, and because I like to watch anime in particular when I'm working on other things, like when I'm working on an art piece or if I'm sewing. And um, it's it's just too much for my stupid little brain to handle. So I am sticking with the dub. I will rewatch parts in subbed, but that's not priority number one. Um, and I mean, I, the scenes that you were supposed to feel for, you did. You had the right emotions. So even if I didn't feel that part in the dub, you did, and that's what matters. So some of the things you don't have to rewatch. Hell um, yeah. It also heavily depends, though, on where you're watching and how fast you're watching. Because if you manage to catch up to Whole Cake soon, you're going to have to swap to sub. Because it's not Tawano yet in dub. Well, fuck. We are to probably not even the apex of the Whole Cake Island dub yet. So, but at that point, you'll be so deep in the story. I don't think it will matter. At that point, I feel like I could just read the manga and I'd be fine. Oh, she just gave me the most disappointed, shaking her head. I... At that point in the manga, there's a part like in Dressrosa, one of the characters has a backstory that is one page. Um, not even that. And then it's like a whole episode because the way the anime handles certain things is way better. Okay. Like, um, certain flashbacks are so much better in the anime. That's why a lot of people consider it filler, even though it's whatever. It's just the way that you see it, but better. And so I think Whole Cake is definitely one of those arcs. And immediately into Wano, you've got to watch it. Because that's where our style jumps up to. That's true, that's true. Okay. But I don't know, that's in 800 episodes. <laughs> All right, all right, we'll see I, if you can get through 600 in the span of two months. I've gotten through 250 <laughs> in the matter of a month, so. Yes. Yeah, you'll probably <laughs> maybe, be there. Maybe we'll I feel bad there. for how slow I was watching, but I had conventions and stuff. I mean, technically my one year, like, One Piece anniversary is in January. That's so cute. So, Aww. Thanks. But yeah, um... Almost there. 
But I am at like 670 right now. I'm at least more than halfway through the series. Hell yeah. Woo! Wow! But we're going through about six to eight episodes every night when we watch it, so. That's a good chunk. I normally just like watch until I'm tired and then I'll go lay in bed and watch one more episode and I'm like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a TV in your room or not? No, I watch it on my phone. That's okay. But I I will say that I I think you're right about the cosplay aspect because the cosplay aspect is what really like brought this intense fire to me to care about um the characters and their interactions and to just flesh out the the creative aspect of it a little more. I read a while ago someone's opinion, I think it was on like Tumblr or something, was that for really really well-written uh, stories. It's hard to find a lot of fan content, but for stories where the plot might take a long time, or maybe it's um, something that like the creator is growing through, so there's a few uh-huh. parts that are slower, it's easier to find a lot more fan content because there's room for it to grow. And a lot of my favorites historically are really, really well-written things. It's very hard to find good fan art or like any kind of fanfic or whatever for because there isn't a lot of room for it but for a story that's this old and that had this much um time to like fill in little little side characters and stories there's a lot of room for the fans to grow the parts that they want to grow which i like Mm -hmm. and that isn't a dig at it at all it's just That's what some stories are. There's more community to build from certain areas because people will all have their own niche thing that they like within it. And if you like one of those spaces, you'll be able to get into it very easy. It's like a door. Yeah, for sure. Um, One of my, I mean, everybody fucking knows this, but my favorite anime is Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, And I think it's one of the best written stories, hands down, like ever. And I have very little desire to cosplay any of the characters or to do any fan art of the characters. And there's very few pieces of fan art that I would actually consider purchasing or that I want to own in any way. And most of them are like the cuter forms or the like intensely rendered, very beautiful painting styles. Because it's kind of hard to to fill any gap when that story is so perfect already. Mm-hmm. Um, but for something like One Piece where there's little characters that I want more of, because they're only there for an arc or what have you, they're yeah. still great whenever they're presented, but I want more of them. So that And we always me... check back in on them though. Damn, do we always check back in with them? We fucking better. I need to see my Oh girl, my Beanie. god, you'll see her again. I promise. <sighs> I hope so. I know I know I will, but like I I miss her. <laughs> well, I mean, just more than like you she shows up for a bit. Bless. I love it. I can't I... tell you the context of it, but That's she fine. shows up. And I can't she wait to to get to Carrot, because she's cute as fuck. That's oh. not until Zoe. <laughs> That's I know. not until after Dressrosa. I'm not even to Carrot I know. Yet. I know. It's going to take but so she's with long. us from she's with us from Zoe to Wano, so. That's at least 200 to 300 episodes. Oh, fuck sure. yeah. Okay. Or, no, I think, mm, I think Dressrosa ends at 760. And then Zoe. But Zoe's only, like, 30 episodes? Okay. 200. 230 or something. Whatever. I don't care. Podcast? Jet's gonna come up with his order and be like, this is exactly how many episodes carries in. Like, okay, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, we also saw the new One Piece movie, One Piece film yes. Red, that you have seen like three times or something now. Twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw it in sub and saw it in dub. Sorry, someone's very loudly scraping outside my window. Scraping? I don't know what that is. It sounds like someone's scraping ice, but it didn't snow, so it's probably just a shitty garage door opening. Alrighty. Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. But so so One Piece Red? <laughs> One Piece Red. Um, I preferred the sub, personally, because I could not stand how Bartolomeo's uh, voice is in the dub. I don't know why the fuck he's got a Brooklyn accent. That's not how he sounds. I love They also him. changed the dub, like, both voices from initial Dressrosa, so I don't know what the hell that was. I loved None of the voices silly little voice. Joey Wheeler voice. <laughs> hey, Mr. Lil Feeler, what the fuck? I hey. love him. Um, all the songs were good. All of the moments with the Shanks Pirates, Baller, um, the CGI usage, once you have the kind of context, sorry, film red spoiler, that it's um, a dream and it's more of a world she can control. The music video aspects of the CGI totally didn't even matter to me, didn't clock to me. It wasn't like it was a keyframe that was being used as CGI. Um, and it was also very minimal, except for like the end boss, which is whatever, because it wasn't a shit show like it was in Stampede, where the entire boss is a big metal black cgi slab ugly (laughs) gross i only had an issue with the 3d um in a few movement scenes that it was not in the context of the performance scenes like there's one very very short little transitional spot where um uta is jumping down on the stage and she's like jumping one level to another yeah she looks really and it looks really stupid it kind of looks like those uh those videos where people just click and drag to animate i didn't clock it until the second watch because i wasn't paying that much attention at that point i was looking at other shit that was happening but for that to just be, like, kind of the only thing that I can genuinely remember instantly as, oh, yeah, I kind of cringed. I feel like it's on par with the um the My Hero movie, the most recent one that came out when, I mean, the story is really good and the side characters are great, but there are a few moments where the, the 3D animation and even the 2D animation to an extent is just very jarring because it's it's like they didn't spend enough time on it. So you're making a movie, like isn't there? That's ours where all the time should be. What the fuck? You would Hello? think. You would think. Um, but no. You shouldn't have ugly little weird bad frames if we're you know. No. Making a movie. Uta's design bangs. She's bangs. super cool. I loved her weird little gold knight outfit that happens for thirty seconds, which is technically yeah. not a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Not a spoiler. It's in all of the music videos prior. It's in all of the Bounty Rush merch. We've seen that shit way before the movie even came out. Okay, cool. But I love her. Um, I think she's a very interesting character in the movie in particular. I know it's not canon to the actual story, but it was a nice contained um, little character arc uh, that I wanted to fucking sob at the end of it. So there's that. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, I won't spoil the end, but be prepared her existence is canon but the events in the movie weren't which is kind of sad because within the episodes given to us um prior to the events of red spoiler for red again sorry um the episodes given it's like as far as luffy is concerned she's dead Mm -hmm. so technically she's dead in canon but not in canon 
she's mentioned in canon at the end of one of the most recent, not most recent chapters, within the last, like, post, I don't know, post-Wano, she's mentioned in, like, a silhouette. So her existence as Shanks' child is canon. We just don't have any canon bearing from the movie. We don't know if, you know, what her status is. We'll see. It probably will not come up. Damn. I, I love her. She's alive in my heart. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyways, you can tune back in. We're done with Anyways, spoilers. No more spoilers. No more spoilers. Um, but yeah, very good movie. Very fun movie. I liked the cameos. I thought they were very well put. Um, Law's awesome. I love Beppo. Making everybody little was the funniest part. My favorite part was when Udo was like, if y'all are going to be villains, you should look the part. And then she made everyone sexy. True. True. Thank you. She a little gay, though. Just a little bit. Little gay. Damn. Nami's boobs were <laughs> struggling to stay to that top. Like, yeah. I, I Thank you, Uda. I Get loved right. um, Sunny. The little, little I ship. I love little Sunny. Ship I wish boy. Frankie interacted with Sunny a little bit more. Because all he did was like, what breed are you? Like, bro, that's your baby. That's your little That's your child. son. That's your little baby You made boy. that. That's your baby boy. Baby but boy. That's oh okay. God. He acknowledged it. So that's what matters to me. I loved him. I love you, Sonny. I you love Sonny. Fictional little I can't wait for you to get weirdo. Sonny when Sonny comes up for real. Oh, well, there. I'm at the part in the anime where... Um, Frankie and I think Usa. it's where they threw the boat. No, I think that's where CP9 threw the boat in the water. CP9, like, you guys. I'm right, <laughs> right after the episode where they throw the boat in the water. But the one before that is when Frankie and Usopp actually start dismantling it themselves. And then Usopp apologizes and start hammering back together. Um, which I actually yeah. really enjoy that about Usopp's character. I like the arc with him and, and the Mary. Um, A lot of I, people thought it was um, very stupid that Usopp was throwing that tantrum because it's like it's just a boat but it's a lot of people I have to have I have to defend this moment all the time because people don't realize it's not a matter of the boat is bad and that this boat is his baby it's part of that but it's also if we're able to give up crewmates when they can't do enough when are we gonna get like when is he gonna be the one that's not caught up well and it was a gift from this girl that he befriended and was trying to basically to, childhood crush yeah just to, to make her life a little brighter and he thought that he had lost her almost because she was gonna fucking be assassinated and then she didn't believe him and then she ended up giving him the mary and it's there's so many emotions tied to it that it's frustrating to look at it from the angle of oh it's just a boat why is it a big deal but like if your fucking car got in a wreck like or if someone hit it in the parking lot or what have you and you tried to to fix it yourself and you spent all these hours learning about how the car works and you put your own two hands to the fucking metal, you would be pissed when someone tells you this is totaled. And it wouldn't just be upset because you have to go through the process of getting a new car. It's, but I, that was my car. Like, it's, it's the same thing. And I, it's frustrating to, to hear people be upset with that level of, of Usopp's character and his um, his relationship with the Mary. Um, a thing that a lot of people don't realize, and I have to be very careful with how I word this, so if anyone's listening who is caught up or is farther than Neb, um, the way I word this is going to be very careful just so I don't give things away for her. But from the beginning, everybody on the crew has very, very like active plans. Like You can figure out whose goal is where. Usopp's goal, unlike Nami's, which is making a map of the world, or uh, Zoro wanting to be the strongest swordsman, or Sanji finding the all blue, whatever. Usopp's is that he wants to go to Elbaf and be a stronger man. 
He just wants to learn to be a stronger man, which is something that can be measured, yes. But it's as we're moving forward, he's going to conquer these things, and then we're going to run into stronger things. And he's not at that point yet. We haven't made it to Elbaf in the story, so he's not going to be able to complete his character arc. But that goal is his arc. So, of course, we're going to kind of move a little bit slowly through it, because as we move on, we're getting to stronger and stronger people, and he has to find his way to get through it every single time. And it's like it's, Usopp's not a coward. I mean, he's a coward, but he gets shit done still. And he, he comes to terms with it. Is a very good, um, more modern interpretation of the cowardly lion, of yeah. like that that whole concept and archetype of someone who cares very deeply for his friends, someone who wants to do his best but doesn't really have the tools to do so, and who is actively trying to be better despite the fact that they aren't succeeding all the time. It's it's the fact that they are continuing to attempt and not just being defeatist about it, which is yeah. why I can see why a lot of people wouldn't like Usopp from that regard. But I do appreciate that he doesn't just let it be his butt of the joke aspect of his character. He yeah. he truly keeps trying to improve even when he fails. And even if he thinks he could die from something, he still shows up and makes the effort to still help out in any way he can. And he's so like, clever Usopp when he does so. Done. Yes. Anyway, I don't trust anyone who doesn't like Usopp. We appreciate Usopp in this sleepover. I love Usopp. Usopp, you're a good boy. I don't think there are any weak straw hats. All of the straw hats provide a purpose, and if that purpose is nothing but comic relief and just conversations with one another, good enough for me. Chopper is the best. I love him so much. I love him so much. He yeah, makes me peak chopper, yeah. so, so happy. I adore him. Whoop and I call him Choppy anytime we're referring to him in conversation. We're just like, oh my god, did you get to this part with Choppy yet? Because I love him. And I wholeheartedly agree with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> he is the best. I, she would be the best Dr. Kareha of all time. Oh, yes, she would. Like, I just really hope. But I don't think we're even going to get to animated Chopper yet with um where the live action is going. I think at most we'll get to Arlong Park. Dang. We'll see. Or at least, yeah, we'll probably get to Arlong Park and then to the Grand Line and then stop for that season. But that means that she can be in the next one. Woo! But yeah, welcome to One Piece Hell. Welcome. It's, I hope you enjoy it. It has uh, truly pulled me in in a way that I was not anticipating. And it's upsetting that I hated it for so long for very little reason. Um, because the apology part of this whole episode <laughs> is that I judged a lot of people based off their involvement with One Piece because of one very specific person that I had in my life at the time that was obsessed with One Piece to the point that he would make it the detriment of other media. So if you started to talk about other media that you liked, he would say, but it's not as good as One Piece and would weaponize the media that you did enjoy. 
and turn it into this weird contrarian way of saying, like, fuck you, One Piece is the greatest thing ever. And it is a very well-written story. It's a feat of fucking nature that Oda has done this for God knows how long. In 20 years? Yeah, I just, I can't imagine doing or anything. Or 23 years is when the first manga came out. It came out in 99. I can't draw it's a character the exact same twice. And this motherfucker has been doing it for 23 years. It's it's really incredible. And while there are still some aspects of his art style that catch me off guard every now and then or that I'm not a huge fan of, that's where the room for growth comes in with me and the fandom. You're going to get to the point where the animation changes. And I think that happens before. I think it happens right after Annie's lobby in the midst of Thriller Bark. And you can tell when it happens, but once you get to that part, the animation changes and it moves into that newer level of animation that is throughout. Um, it goes from thriller bar, like midpoint through thriller bark, all the way to saw body, all the way to uh, impled down, uh, Paramount War, Fishman Island, Dressrosa, and then Zoe kind of gets a newer art. I don't want to say it's a newer style, but it starts to get a little bit cleaner because you can tell as we're going through it, it starts to mature. And then through Zoe and Whole Cake Island, we have that same style. And then Wano gets its own huge style. So you're almost to the point where, like, I think if you can tell between Arlong Park, somewhere between, like, those early, early episodes where we change from not looking so much like a 90s anime. Yeah. I think it's I, right before Skypiea you start to kind of notice it. I have noticed. Um, I think it might be shortly after Skypiea starts is yeah. when it you can really notice it. Um, but I do also appreciate the the subtle improvement as the show goes on because I love shitty looking old anime <laughs> in its own regard, but for different mm -hmm. reasons. Um, yeah. And so I liked how in a lot of the early episodes, especially whenever we were first introduced to Usopp, like... It kind of looks like a Winnie the Pooh book page where there's Because half the world isn't fully covered, colored in. It's yes. just like a tree and then the background far away. You just get yeah. the, the watercolor of whatever grass is in front of you and a couple trees and it's just white on the edges. And while that would be annoying if it was that way for the entirety of it, I... I really did find myself liking the charm of it in the early episodes. And I think it is because it's this level of, like, fleeting stylistic choice that the entire story carries. Because everything that Oda does throughout the story, throughout the character design and the world design, it's... as Speaking as an artist, <laughs> it's it's a reflection of whatever he is going through himself or his experiences at that point in his life. And so it's cool to see how that changes as the story progresses and as he gets more and more invested in it. But it's also nice to step back and appreciate it when they aren't as refined um, and when things are more rough around the edges because then you can fully absorb, like, he was still figuring shit out and he stuck with it and, like, these characters mean so much to him and everybody else now that, that we get to be with them for this much longer. And I think there's a lot of manga and anime that creators kind of couldn't get past that um, that hill. They, they couldn't get over that. And I appreciate so much that Oda did even if his art is something that has taken me a long time to get used to, I, I still really appreciate the dedication aspect of it. Yeah, 
I totally agree. It was one of my biggest reasonings for why I was trying to get you to watch it because you do see this change, even if it is rough. Um, and a lot of it was like, also, you didn't like the way that the women were drawn. And I didn't realize this or like learn this until the other day. But Oda said in interviews that he because um, his wife is an actress. Uh, he likes to draw pretty women because he likes he likes to think about his wife. Like he draws pretty women because it reminds him of his wife. And he said in uh, SBSs and other interviews that like he married a woman like Nami. And that's why he loves her so much on the crew. And he, she draws her like pretty doing her thing all the time. is because it reminds him of his wife. I'm gonna fucking so cry. So there's so much of One Piece that is involved in his personal life and how he feels and how he shapes the story. That's so precious. It's like oh his own God. baby that he it's it is his own baby that he's basically been doing for twenty five years. That's awesome. I also think it's it's really interesting to come to the fandom of one of like the quote unquote big three shonens mm. pretty much of all time, but to to come into the fandom as an adult. Um mm-hmm. And to not have had any kind of connection to it as a child, because I only started forming opinions on One Piece once I was in college. And it's it's really jarring to go back to other anime that I had been exposed to or a fan of or that I disliked when I was younger, and then compare to what parts of that I liked or disliked versus One Piece. And Mm. I'm looking at this now that even when I go back and watch anime that I watched as a kid, I kind of find myself reverting to that mindset of like, oh, they're all the characters are older than me. Like that kind of um, childish mindset. But with these, mm-hmm. I look at them and I'm like, oh, they're just dumbass. These ni- just silly teenagers. Yeah, yeah, they're like 19 and they don't fucking know what's going on in the world. And I love them and I want to protect them. And like, it's, it's an interesting dynamic to observe within myself as I'm a mm-hmm. part of this media. And I, I think yeah. that's pretty cool. But it's also um, making me feel very old. <laughs> Uh, Robin is 27, 28, pre-time skip. She's 30, post-time skip. Robin's older than you. You're good. That's fine. I'm cool with it. I yeah. I love her. Like, yeah, Nami, Sanji, Nami's 18, Sanji and Zoro are 19, and Usopp and Luffy are 17, pre-time skip. So they're just a bunch of teenagers hanging out. They're just chilling. Pirates on a boat with their mom, Robin. <laughs> And she, Robin is Chopper's mom. Yes. Like straight up. That is her baby. I love it. Whenever whenever Chopper reaches up to hold her hand when they're sick. Especially during Foxy. Ah, I, I love them. I want to get a plush Chopper so bad. Same. I want one where he's in his ball form. So his head is a little small and he's a big ass ball. <laughs> I really want to get I found one. one. I just have to get it. I want to cosplay Carrot with the Chopper hat. Um, and I think it would be cute to carry around a little chopper plush. Um, I don't know if you've seen these, but they have chopper plushes where they're dressed up like other characters. So you can get a chopper buggy or a chopper ace or Luffy. Yes. That's so cute. And I think they have one for most of the main characters. Oh my god. Or if not, someone on Etsy is making them. But yeah, I love the chopper dress up designs. They are so fucking cute. Chopper about to be the new beady baby. I'm gonna get all of them. I'm gonna go yeah. bankrupt for this baby boy. Also, Chopper Loki is one of the most like well-known like characters compared. Like, I don't know what other ones do you know. Happy from Fairy Tale, 
um, the one bear from Bleach. Is that bear even relevant? I don't even know because oh, I never got to that point on Bleach. Well, okay, so I actually did a I did a fan art series of this, is this not too long ago. Yeah. Um. So there's the cat well, from Fairy Tail with McGuffins. The um, the evil suicide cat from Madoka Magica, whose name uh-huh. I forget all the time. Kyuubi. Uh, the fox spirit in Naruto. Technically, the one that's also, inside of him. Yeah. He technically counts because he comes out. But that every one now never and then. got a little. That one never picked up as like a little guy. But they, but he is a little guy in the newer episodes. No, I know he is. Guy. I know definitely. But I mean, prior he was not oh. a little guy. I'm talking about like 2010. Could I get a plush of this from this anime? Yes or no? Kilala from Inuyasha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one little thing from Zatch Bell you could get plushes of. I never watched Zatch Bell. I do not remember real. that anime. I know the name, but I don't. I couldn't picture it. It's all the little bald kid. Oh my god. Caillou? No! <laughs> oh my god. I oh don't my god. remember. Oh my god. Oh, um, the, the queen. Oh, of- he wasn't bald. Never mind. He just was wore little dresses. I don't know. The queen of little guys is Luna from Sailor Moon. Yes, definitely. You can always get a plush Luna. You can always. get a more now with Crystal coming back. Ew! Yeah, what is that's this? I don't what, like is it by the people that did Case Closed? I don't know. It looks ugly as fuck. I hate their eyes. But yeah, um, definitely on there. Definitely an anime. Terrible. Atrocious. Zatchbell slander. That shit was on when I was watching Toonami and shit. And Four Kids. This was on Four Kids. Poor. From Dragon Ball. Poor. Poor. Man. I'm just gonna keep naming Krillin them. does poor better. Kyo from Fruits Basket. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Little guys, little dudes, little baby boys. Keep naming them while I eat a slice of pizza. I just keep naming them. I drew a bunch of them and now I just cannot remember them. I drew Luna, Artemis, Kyo, um... Uh, not chopper you're discriminating i haven't well i was mostly drawing cat inspired characters because i was doing the maneki neko pose i had a whole theme and process this was my concept to be an art Mm -hmm. student about it i could not tell you the rest of them i did puar (laughs) um i know that much and i did the fairy tale cat and I don't know Happy? anything about fairy tale, but I showed recently. I showed a fairy tale fan, and they were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> like, wow. Okay, I'm glad you like this I'm stupid little it, cat. <laughs> um, a lot of my friends love fairy tale. I personally thought the writing was very bland, but I think all of Lucy's outfits are very cute. So you'll we'll see. I feel that way about a lot of anime. If I'm gonna be real, me too. That's how I feel about Demon Slayer. Which will get me booed, but I don't like Demon Slayer. It's fine if you don't like it. It's okay. You don't have to like it. I'm not going to share my opinion as to why. I just don't like it. You can share your opinion and I will not judge you. I think the writing is very mid and very, very um, predictable. That's a fair assessment. Almost shot for shot, you can kind of tell where it's going. Until a character dies, but we get so many scenes that lead up to that character death anyway. It's like, this is already coming, I already know. Mm-hmm. I get that. This, this art is very pretty. Um, the character design is cool, kind of. I like some of them, I don't like others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do genuinely I- enjoy um, 
a lot of the side characters more so than a few of the main characters. I don't give a fuck about Tanjiro. Um, I don't give a fuck about Zenitsu. I don't like Zenitsu. He is very annoying, and I genuinely get frustrated when he has too much screen time. Um, and his whole shtick of falling asleep and then being strong, fuck off. We've seen that done a million times better in a million different media. Yeah. Um, Tired I d- of this trope. I do like Tanjiro, but I like him in very specific ways. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. I I appreciate that they do highlight his character as still being a child. Like, he's still very much a 14-year-old kid. Um, and that he is just a brother that misses his family. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, I really do like the, the sibling aspect of the story of, um, of the anime as a whole, because I miss that kind of dynamic when it comes to stories like this. I think that's why I like full metal so much as well, mm-hmm. because normally it's like this romantic back and forth or it's a rival back and forth. And so it's nice when there's a little change of pace with a sibling relationship, even if it is kind of predictable. Um, yeah. But Nezuko, fucking rips she's amazing i love her she is stupid strong and she's little baby and she can shrink and she can get super tall i adore her i wish men would stop drawing her tits i wish Um, men would stop drawing her tits and would just appreciate her as a cool character and not be horny because she's baby be normal she's literally six she's seven i think no she's 12 is she? She's 12 or 13. You're thinking of the scenes where she's like itty bitty tiny, and that's because Maybe. when she gets her demon powers, she has the ability to shrink and grow her body. Um, and that's how she can fit into the box that that's Tanjiro carries her That's why people justify in. her, um, that's why people justify her drawing her with big ass titties. Yeah, because whenever she gets really strong and she gets taller and more muscular, there's like a def- definition to the cleavage, but it's because of her pectoral muscles- because she's like She-Hulk, essentially, and it's frustrating to me whenever people are like, yeah. "Excuse to draw titties, weirdos." It's weirdos. To me, um, it's speaking of weirdos. It's on, I'm gonna finish this thought. Oh, okay. To me, it's on the same wavelength as people who like will only draw Yamato with his big juicy tits and not with his abs or his like muscles or anything yeah, like that. I don't care if you draw lewd Yamato because he does have a very feminine presenting body in some works. But um, if you draw it through a very, very a male gaze approach where you don't give him strong arms and abs with his big ass boobs, so you're, I, I got my eye on you. <laughs> I know what you are thinking. You are feminizing my trans mask. Do I will kill feminize. you. He is our boy. Do not feminize. Because he he is trans mask. He just has boobs. And that's okay. And you know what? If you're and trans most of these scenes, and you have big ass titties, I support you. But most of the scenes with big ass titties are drawn over pecs still. Mm-hmm. Like they're not like boobs like Robins or Nami's. Like they're drawn over pecs. Mm-hmm. Or, like, bandaged back in some way. Like, fuck yeah. You motherfuckers see this, you know this, and you still do it. I will fuck you up. But it's mostly just porn artists. It's not like people actually in the community. True. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Yamato would be one that would be fun to cosplay. Um, I don't want to make the back wrap. I want to do Odin, but I don't want to make the back tie. I mean, I saw, like how some people do it and it's less intimidating once you break it down into the way that they do it yeah but i have to make a bunch of tubes and make a wire rack and then tie that around my waist and then feed the tubes under the wires 
Yeah, but if you do it right, then you can just do like. And if a I do it for hook. one character, I can do it for the other. Yeah, you just make one and then add a little snap or hook that it attaches to. That way you ah. can take it off. And then I can cosplay Yamato and Odin. Ah, ah there you go. Ah. Let me wow. think about it. That's me I'll with all that. the carrot bases right now. That I'm getting. Well, it's like, you have to get a big ass tail wig, and then you're good. Except one of the versions requires a long wig. Well, um, I love that version, by the way. Uh, I mean, like the bodysuit and the tights, mm. and then like the little bunny rabbit gloves that she wears for beast pirates and um, big ass men. Yeah, her tail and her boots. She wears the same shoes for most of the same outfits. So does Nami. So if that's like. If I just get all of those, then I can swap her out with whatever average clothes <laughs> that she'd look yeah. super cute in. And I think it would be fun to eventually cosplay a Wano carrot to match you guys. Yeah, I think she is. I don't think she has two outfits um, like Onigashima does. I haven't seen Onigashima because I'm fake, but um, most people get an outfit changed at that point. But I have to see if hers does or not. I'm fake, but, says the bitch that's 700 episodes in. I'm not at Wano. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> My point is I haven't seen the part I'm talking about. Oh, well, you know, it's fine. I'm almost there. I know I'm setting the seeds. Oh my god, have we been setting the seeds for Wano for the last 200 episodes? It's like, hey, we're gonna get to fucking Kaido eventually, bitches. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Okay. God damn. Ooh, we'll see that in 400 episodes. Man, I this is this is the issue that I have with One Piece is that I get so stoked about these little pieces and these little huh, pieces, these little like characters and uh little arcs and designs that I'm like, I just I just want to get there now. Let me just But when give. you get there and you're caught up and having to wait for every episode weekly, you're not going to be happy. I've lived my life with that for so many things. I no, lived through, but you're being I spoiled. lived through the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood premiere. Me too. I was a fan of FMA beforehand, and it was my favorite, and I lived through the premiere episode to episode. So yeah, I can I think, live through One Piece new episodes. I think a lot of people don't realize when they're watching it that there's always another episode. Like, you're never going to run out of episodes until you get to fucking 1000. But there's always another episode. So it's like, if you don't have something to watch, throw on One Piece. Watch a hunt like a bunch and you're good. Like, there's always more. And then once you start to catch up, you're like, I don't know what to watch while I wait for this to happen. That um, is when you rewatch your older anime that you love. <laughs> I know. We're at the phase where other people are rewatching One Piece instead of, you know, anything else. Watching new shit. For a new episode. Yeah. Yikes. I I think um, my go-to to rewatch if I just need to put something on in the background is like, um, weirdly enough, Death Note. Or Inuyasha. Oh, yep. Just because they're, they're uh, easy. Oran. Oran's a good one, but I get too invested <laughs> every time. I don't know. I always try to be like, all right, I'm going to cut this. Then we get to the last episode. I'm like, oh, shit. What's going on over here? Oh, my God. Tamaki, no. And I'm like slicing my thumb off. <laughs> I can't help it. I just, I can't help it. Lucky Star yeah. is a good one to just kind of put on Lucky in the Star background. Lucky Star is a good one. That would be cute if we cosplayed them at some point. I think you gave me a Lucky Star I uniform. I did give you a Lucky yeah. Star uniform. That... I had to figure out which wig to get with it. I'll figure it out. It'll be cute. 
I have so many uniforms. I have a Kakaguri um, one I haven't used yet. Yeah, I need to get one so we can... I have it. I could technically do it with my Misa. Like, my Misa wig was for Mary, Mm -hmm. so I could just do that at any time. I just haven't yet. Damn. I don't know. Anyways, um, the other day we made a bunch of people um, mad at us on Twitter because we shit-talked Sorter online. Oh. (laughs) I forgot about that. Uh, I didn't. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to talk about Sword Art Online being really bad for a second, if that's okay with you. Hell yeah. Um, but basically, the entire point of their argument was that it was, fest- like, I'm just talking about communities, I guess, was why I tried to interject with this earlier. But um, their whole argument was if you criticized it in any way, you were stating an objective fact, which was not, that's not how that works. But um, if you did provide any context for why you felt that way, they would say that you're just spouting YouTuber nonsense instead of forming your own opinion, whether or not you watch the show. Or if you did, they would just say, no, you didn't, Um, which was very silly. And that's why that community made me stop watching that fucking show, because I used to want to cosplay Asana and participate. And then weirdos scared me because they thought they were Kirito and they're not Kirito at all. Yeah, I... And it was a lot of like, oh, if you did watch it, you've misinterpreted it, or you're just projecting, or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care enough. It w- could not give more of a shit, to be honest. I could not give less of a shit. I, I do not care. You don't understand nuance. Those girls were almost insult- uh, assaulted. I watch Berserk. Like, I, 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 I read Berserk. I need all of the nuance I can get, bro. I I, love, I I know I'm okay with seeing this. Just this is bad. This is a bad way to do it. I love horror. The definition of nuance. <laughs> watching women be assaulted or watching people die does not matter to me. It's how it's used. Mm-hmm. If the purpose is to pat Kirito on the back and say, "Good job, buddy. You saved a woman from almost being raped." No. No. That's not a good use of it at all. If the point is is that we're going to literally traumatize a different character and this character, but then still utilize that trauma and give them that uh, trauma response, cool, good. Trauma's okay to have. But if you're traumatizing one character to, like, make someone else a hero just to do it, that's unnecessary. It's And it's sort of online does it a lot. It's insulting to... Not only to the character that's going through the traumatic event, but to people who have gone through that traumatic event or something close to it that are watching that or reading that particular story. Because then it becomes like, oh, cool. So my trauma as a reader was just here and just happened for someone else's benefit. Mm -hmm. And that's a very defeatist and upsetting thing to think and I don't think that that's being responsible with the kind of um, ability that these uh, mangakas and showrunners, mangaka, mangaka, manga writers and showrunners have. I think that it's it's to a, and I don't want to say it's abusing their power, but it's it's definitely um, irresponsible. And yeah. it's frustrating to me, and I'm I fucking sick of it. Writing. It's just poor writing. It is just poor writing, and it's 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 been going on for as long as there's been stories, and as long as there's been women to assault. 
It's it's like in Game of Thrones. Um, the book doesn't have all of these times we need to assault Daenerys, so why do we do it? Why? Why is the thing? Why do we have to be aware of this? Outlander? You Are you f- familiar with Outlander? Yeah, like a little bit. It's It blows my mind that um, so many white suburban moms can love this show with the sheer amount of just assault is in it. It is insane. It's just, how are you cool with it when it's it doesn't accomplish anything? It's just like, oh, historical fiction, she gets transported back in time, so she's got to get raped. Like, I just don't, I don't see uh, any appeal to it. Uh, 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 uh. They just like to assault women to do it, and it's weird. That's when it's weird. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. Fuck sort our online dudes. I don't know what they got. It's I don't know what. Stupid. Mm. I don't know. We make people mad at on Twitter. It was fun though. It. I it's, it's not a community I want to interact with. It was absolutely. Uh, I also pissed off Attack on Titan fans because you know this is not this is not a new take for me. I fucking hate it. I apologized, um, kind of fake in the comments because it was like, oh, I didn't realize you didn't say all those things that were very pro, um, very pro anti-Korean imperialism. My bad, fake Twitter, ha. Huh? Please stop talking to me, because um, it's if you block someone, they'll post about it sometimes, and it will just make more noise. So I just said my bad and then left it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't retract my statement at all. Um. I'm not gonna support anti-Semitic shit like that. It's fucking weird. Nope. No but damn, you. do those communities suck cock and balls? Because the reason I even bring up uh, Attack on Titans was because the community has been sending death threats to the mangaka because they don't like the way that it ended. Oh, that's the reason that they've been yeah, sending yeah. the death threats. Just, I didn't mm-hmm. like the ending. Not, you know, mm-hmm. all of the incredibly disgusting mm-hmm. associations. What's the community bit of it's like, I can draw the line at, or, um, oh. I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. Like, that's exactly this. It's. <laughs> Okay, pick a struggle, baby. I'm sorry that Aaron didn't want to get cucked by Mikasa and had to fucking rewrite history. That was weird. I guess part of it is that he was able to, like, the reason that his mom died at the beginning was because he, from the future, caused that Titan thing. Because he has control over all the Titans. I don't know. Poor writing. But he stops being the villain because he didn't want someone to fuck Mikasa and fill her with cum. Hey, yeah. so, um, that's a sentence I never want to hear again <laughs> in my life. No, I'm for real. I'm for real. I just, no, I believe you. I'm for real. I believe you. Armin is like, bro, someone's going to fuck Mikasa and get her pregnant. And he's like, I don't want that. I want to be the one to do that. What? <laughs> what? What? Why does why are so many people horny for this character? So I conclude that the people who dick ride Attack on Titan um are trying to play into a sunk cost fallacy and are afraid of putting it down because they've wasted so much time on it. There is exactly there's no way in hell there's no way in hell y'all are coming at me sideways over Aaron desperately needing to <laughs> There are exactly two Attack on Titan fans. No, okay, <laughs> let me take this back. There are, because I was counting a group as one individual, that's wrong. There are four Attack on Titan fans that I know in person that I will excuse 
And the only reason that I will excuse them is because three of them are my cousins. <laughs> oh. And they are very young and oh. still figuring shit out. Oh. And you know who you are. I know you're listening to this. Hi, I love you. Um, oh, no. The fourth one is Whoop. <laughs> he defends that? Well, he doesn't defend well, the stances doesn't, he doesn't of defend shit. the creator. He uh-huh. likes parts of the story. There are also parts of the Has he read the manga? Uh, I don't think he has. I think he's So he hasn't to, like... gotten to this sloppy bad writing? Okay. Mm-mm. I think he I really was watching the show just to see what I'm missing cuz I was bored at work one night. So I watched like all the way through the third, fourth season, I think. And then um I stopped while that season was going on and I haven't picked it up since. I don't know where we're at. Right now, it feels like they're currently milking the finale because they don't want the show to be forgotten about. They've right been after. milking the finale for almost a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because the manga has been done. It's over, and it ends exactly how I told you. Wow, I hate that. Dun dun dun. I'm so glad yeah. I never got into that show. Why would you not want to get into the show that ends with the weird step sibling incest? Um, I went back in time and killed my mother um, and traumatized me, myself, and all my friends in the process of this. Haha. The difference is, if it was like a shitty isekai that was named that sentence you just said, and it was funny, (laughs) I might give it a chance. I could become a mangaka. I just named the best isekai of 2025, bro. But, like, the fact that it's this serious drama is what's upsetting to me. It's why it's why Konosuba is the best isekai. Oh, also, they were sending death threats to MAPPA because MAPPA took over the animation because the original studio didn't want to do it anymore. And they were mad that MAPPA was um, animating close to the manga because MAPPA always pretty much does the stylization for whatever they're animating. Like, it's not like a trigger work where it will always look like a trigger work. Um, so they were sending death threats because they didn't like the way that things were animated, even though it looks kind of better now than it did before. I they just like to be mad. I don't That's what I've concluded. So come apart and bring It's just where my brain is. It's a good opening though. It's I, my favorite opening. I can't. I'm just I'm I'm gonna shut Slow. my brain off and think of the happy little one piece times anytime this other bullshit pops up. <laughs> Uh, man, I love arguing with people on Twitter. I hate it. I genuinely hate it. At least it. in One Piece Twitter, you just argue about um, power scaling, which most people don't give a fuck about, or it's people trying to say that Yamato's a woman. That's literally the most I argue about within One Piece. I just don't care about arguing on Twitter. No, it's... me neither, but it's like I observe it, mm-hmm. and sometimes I forget that some of our friends of the program have big followings, and I'll comment on it, and then it's like, oh my god, shut up! Yeah. Please! Yeah. Nothing against that friend, it's just their following will see it, because, you know, they have that following. So it's like, I'm sorry for expressing it. I'm sorry. Even though they agree with me, it's just everybody else. Yeah, it's it's the- I don't like being put under that microscope. It's the microscope effect. You're like, please, God. Ah, it's one random sentence I said. You don't know who I am from this one tweet that said, I hate these people. Please, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying on purpose. I'm so sick of you. Big fucking yikes. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wampies. Wampies. Cool. I've been calling it just... um Wampus whenever I <laughs> whenever Whoop yeah. whenever Whoop and I watch it, like guess we'll put uh, we'll put it on if we're eating dinner or something. I'm like, do you yeah. wanna watch Wampus? <laughs> We're watching from where you are, I'm assuming, because he's, yeah. he's very far ahead of you. He, yeah, he's ahead of me. He's in Thriller Bark right now. Thriller Bark is fun. That's where we're still dealing with the, if Luffy's at the main thing right now, it will be over too fast. Okay. So there's a little bit of filler, kind of. It's not filler. It just feels like this is going on for a minute. Um, Kind of like the snake in Skype. Whoop is using a very specific order that he found online that is it the one pace order no um but it's like it specifies even time stamps in the episode if there's a flashback for filler so that he can skip the filler (laughs) at that level Well, to be fair if you're watching one piece that fast because other people were watching it within a year like they need this flashback the first this arc started a year ago can i please get this Versus us who are watching it immediately. We don't need that. Show. Yeah, so he's he's skipping through all of that and he's just Fair going enough. So I skim fast. some of those too. I I don't really skim episodes once I start them. Um just for the most part, once you kinda get to that episode, you're like, oh, this is just a recap of what I saw. I'm done and I skip a little bit ahead. I don't skim normal episodes, just like the ooh, flashback parts. Hell yeah. But where I'm at, we don't really get those that often. If it's a flashback, it's an important flashback that is for a character we're meeting or whatever. Or it's something from like 400 episodes. <laughs> yes. You kind of need that refresher. Basically, yeah. Most of everything I've watched, though, is still fresh because it's been within a year. So it's not a big deal for me. Fuck. This has been a very... um uneventful one piece apology no, it's just us coming back it's we're just chilling i'm obsessed with wampus it's happening and now i kind of want to stop recording and go watch one piece with you. yeah I, right <laughs> oh, i might finish eating this fucking food that's been sitting in front of me this whole time i've taken three bites out of yeah, it yeah you need to eat and but, so um, do you dear listener make sure you drink water and eat, eat food if you haven't hold on i have to name our patrons i know but i just i patrons. needed to tell oh. them beforehand oh. so they know oh. that they are loved oh and that they feed and water themselves oh i'm sorry bitch I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it <laughs> okay go <I'm> on <laughs> it like hurts my eyes to stare directly at my webcam the way i do i, but, I can't so. it's very unsettling to watch you do it um so if you don't remember, because it's been so long since I've done this, if you're a patron, um, we do stuff and we acknowledge you on the podcast if you're in our Super Saiyan or Pro Hero tiers. Um, it's been so long, so if you're not on our Patreon, I don't blame you, to be honest, but we're back, so you should be. Patreon.com slash fandamespod. Um, we would like to say thank you to Oakley, Ryan, Ryan, Ray. Thank you so much for being a part of our production, still being patient with us. Um, the rest of our patrons, thank you so much for being patient with us while we were undergoing our very long hiatus as we're trying to work through events coming back, our panels. Um, once we get our panel footage back, we will be editing that and putting that up on the podcast uh, Patreon soon. And then after like a month, we'll put it on YouTube for release for everybody else who wants to watch it. Whatever. Um, right now, we have panel submissions for Level Up Expo in Las Vegas. We're working on one for Acon later. We are just working like fucking crazy to try to get our panels down and out there and listening to the show promoting us to your friends definitely helps us get that uh foot forward so thank you everyone for supporting us still never look ah 
I forgot. I forgot before? how we end this show. Well, do you have thoughts before um, I pass it to you to plug yourself? I did have thoughts, and then they fell out Fuck. of my brain. Fuck. Um, panel wise, we did a panel in September that I absolutely fucking loved and we should do a recap after we get the actual panel itself out um just for everybody do like a fun little mystery science theater 3000 kind of commentary that'd be cool Mm -hmm. but it was an experience that i fucking would not trade for anything and i really hope we get to do it again so um if you are able to come out to conventions in 2023 that's what we are planning for we have for sure locked in level up in las vegas in february and Akon in Dallas in June, um, and Fanex in Salt Lake in September. So that's yes. three opportunities. Those are our meetups. I personally will be going to those ones, but I'll be also going to Soccer Con out in Seattle, and I think that's it. Just that one, blah, 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 blah. Fuck yeah. So if you're that way and you want to meet me, I'll be there. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> chilling just chilling yeah i guess i'm submitting a panel proposal for that one because it's just me i'm gonna try to make it more one piece centric and try to get my friends on that panel oh fuck yeah that's exciting yeah yeah i don't know hell yeah we'll see what happens Either way, Nebula, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nebula underscore Inky. And Parks, where can they find you? Um, You can find me under Little Light B on Twitter. You can find me on uh, the Instagram as Crown Guard Cosplay. And I've been streaming a lot more with Nebula and my precious boyfriend um, on my Twitch at Lady Crown Guard. Nebula, where can we find our podcast? You can find this podcast directly in your ear. We live there. We live in your ear canal. We are whispering mm-hmm. to you as you hear this. But We are the little snails on each side of your ears. If you want to take a break from the snails, you can find our information on Instagram at FandamesPod, Twitter at FandamesPod, and we are on Spotify and I believe Apple Podcasts now. I have to double check. I will look right look, now. Look right I now. I keep getting... This- emails where it's like fandames check your apple podcast whatever and it's it's pretending like we're on there but it won't update nerdtastic galaxy is and it's put through the same process ours is like they're through the same site they just like whoop more (laughs) Uh, we're not on apple music but we are on amazon podcast we are on amazon podcast and audible you can find us on audible and deezer and a bunch of other shit if you're my grandmother But yeah, you can find us there. You can follow us on our socials and all the bullshits and hang out. We're gonna get back on our sticker grind. We're gonna get back on our shit. I don't know. Eventually, we'll get there. Well, it'll happen. We're just doing it. We're just vibing. (laughs) We're doing it. Do you wanna go watch One Piece? I have to go eat dinner first, and then I'll get back for One Piece. Fucking, I cannot with you. I just wanna eat dinner. Okay. I have I've talked to Gavin for ten minutes today. Okay, tell the listeners bye so you can go eat your pizza. Bye. Bye. Sorry, bye. Bye. That was very rude of me. I'm yeah, sorry. that was really rude. Say it like oh you mean it. Oh my god. Goodbye. Goodbye. From the snail in your ear. From the snails in your ear. Mm-hmm.